started this podcast to have eclectic and impactful conversations about astrology as well as all things spiritual and personal development. Hey everyone, I am coming to you to talk about the lunar nodes moving into new signs, which is going to be a karmic mood shift for all of us. And I'm coming to you, I'm back in Portland after a long travel. I was in Greece, I was in New York. I was in New York with the intention to find an apartment and move there. I did find an apartment, but right after deciding I don't want to live there and that I want to go be an expat and live in Greece. And I have been semi-frantically doing all of the research about the digital nomad visa and talking to people on instant messenger who live in Greece. And just, it's interesting because um, I really have no idea what's going on. I know where I'm um, where I'm headed and like what my plan is, you know, theoretically, but it's just interesting to be inside of this, like, you know, the kind of Mars-Saturn opposition energy of July that we're currently in, in that um, I'm really kind of thinking about my, you know, long-term Saturn plans and I'm getting all my energy kind of gathered up to work toward this long-term goal um, because moving to another country isn't, you know, isn't really the easiest thing I've undertaken. (laughs) There's like a lot um, to figure out and a lot of moving pieces and an entire um, legal system or whatever that I don't totally understand yet. So that's kind of what I'm going through, but also I'm, um, I'm a little bit congested. I got sick right on my way um, back home. But that being said, I have been writing about the Aries Libra nodes and I've been meaning to get on here and to talk about them and I just like, it's time, today is the day. So I was sitting with my reflections and notes and this is what I have to share with you about the next 18 months. So for dates that we have here, it's July 17th, 2023 that the lunar nodes will enter Libra and Aries, and this will be until January 11th, 2025. This means that during this time period, our eclipses will occur along the axis of Aries Libra and highlight Aries Libra themes. So this is going to be a shift in the karmic undercurrents that are playing out for the collective and personally, right? Like it's going to be a subtle undercurrent this 18 months um, ahead, but then during the eclipses, we'll really feel these themes pop off and so it's going to highlight the houses in your natal chart that are ruled by these signs. Pluto and the lunar nodes are a specialty of mine. I approach them in my readings like I never don't look at them Um, and I teach people how to read charts with them as a baseline in my evolutionary astrology intensive that I've been teaching since 2018. I'm in the process of expanding the intensive to its new evolution 
So make sure you get on my mailing list for news as to when doors open to come study with me. I will be um, open for that again. And you can find the link for my mailing list in the notes. So generally the North Node will signify an archetype that is increasing, and I'm going to be speaking here about um, the collective transit for the most part, though um, the nodes are also very important individually, but this is a transit that we're all going to be in. So collectively, generally, the North Node will signify an archetype that is increasing in the collective consciousness. So we have Aries energy incoming. Right? This holds keys for our karmic assignments and what we're learning. So we're really apprenticing with the Aries archetype, willingly or not. The south node will signify a place of release or diminishment and letting go. The south node can relate to gifts or skills that we're remembering that are kind of reconstellating. And that, you know, we're taking these skills along with us. We're not just ditching them. But it can also represent strategies or emotional attachments that are no longer as effective as they used to be for meeting current challenges. With the south node moving into Libra and out of Scorpio, we are coming into contact with our past, this kind of past karmic material, as it relates to peacemaking, collaboration, social intelligence, tact, and diplomacy. The North Node moving into Aries asks, asks us to develop more assertiveness, forwardness, strength, aggression even perhaps, and the willingness to go our own way as opposed to needing others to do it with us. Usually we deeply desire the things related to the South Node but have to develop parts of the North Node to balance out the Gestalt or the overall theme. So with Libra and Aries, it could mean that we deeply desire relationship Libra south node, but have to develop our individuality and personal direction, Aries north node, to have more fulfilling relationships and relationship options. So this makes logical sense already, right? That like personal development enhances your love life, right? Like I hope that's common knowledge, but the nodes have a way of pushing our most karmic buttons. So before I get into that, I'll just say um, that yes, kind of like a basic over an undercurrent of this transit of the nodes in Libra and Aries is that um, relationship may feel like a goal or like something that we long for, but there's going to be some pulse of self-development that's really that we're energized towards or it feels like we're just kind of being asked to go in that direction. And it might be um, coming up against the difficulties of relationship that have us go our own way like that. So this is one energetic, you know, if we've been really stuck in some kind of codependence in whatever way. It could be in a particular relationship, it could be in a community or a friend circle, and it's like we're just, like we've had enough, like something is really, um, something's really not working out anymore, and like there's this burst of energy of like, I'm gonna like reclaim the energy that I've been siphoning into all of this endless processing and trying to make things work, and now I have this energy and I'm gonna do my own thing with it, and um, there's kind of like a courage that Aries has and like this willingness to do things alone, right? Like not being scared to go our own way, to maybe do something that for whatever reason we look around and it's like no one else wants to do this, like, but I do, so I'm going to go do it. And um, it doesn't mean like discarding relationships or burning bridges unnecessarily. Um, 
it isn't necessarily so black and white, but this could be a general kind of pulse that's coming out of like moving in our own direction. But as far as like the stakes being high here in terms of, you know, why would we need to go our own way? As an example, I know someone with a Libra South node, Aries North node, who has a story of a friend flipping out on them and pulling out a gun after this Aries North node person had been trying so hard to collaborate and peacemake, so their Libra South node tendency, inside of an increasingly volatile situation. In this moment, there was no more room for resolution or working it out. The relationship was never resolved, but the answer here was just severing, getting out of it, and finding personal resolution and understanding about what happened, Aries. So this is a very extreme and dramatic example, and I don't mean to suggest that occurrences like that are like part of this transit. What I am bringing that example forth for is like just that very visceral reflection from reality of like, I can no longer collaborate. Like I can't be peaceful here. I can't um, keep reasoning, right? And so we develop that kind of like Libran skill set, um, you know, and we we have it developed. Like think of where you have this developed of like how you know how to use charm and diplomacy to smooth things over and have things work out. And that if you are in a situation which is becoming increasingly taxing for you to enact that behavior, um, the growing kind of um, energy that begins to constellate is the frustration and anger of Mars and Aries. So before it gets to that kind of explosive point, it's just seeing like, oh, this is taxing, this is demeaning, or this is like not a good use of my energy. I need to um, reevaluate and go a different direction. So as I was saying in regards to that extreme and dramatic example, the same principle is at play in situations we might find ourselves in where a no or this is where I stand, Aries, turns out to be more appropriate than negotiating further, Libra relating to negotiation. That being said, it would not be unlikely that we have many opportunities to go the Libran path and only here begin to differentiate where agreements can be worked out versus when it's time to go Aries and make our own way, right? I'm not advocating here to be flippant and as soon as there's conflict just bounce you know like I don't have time for this like I'm gonna go do my own thing like I'm not advocating for that per se um, I think often where we are invested where we have connection where we've put in a lot of time and energy we might try to make things work and then there's kind of the moment of like are we having resolution here is the connection being revitalized like are we both moving in the same direction, or is it time to separate? So it's not, you know, to be black and white with the nodes in terms of do Aries and leave Libra behind. The incoming energy of Aries is actually going to clarify and shift the way that Libra is showing up, right? The more personally empowered we become, the more in our own energy we become, the more that we can relate as ourselves. But considering this dynamic of these signs and the karmic interplay between these signs, these are some thoughts I have for you on the themes to contemplate. The first is war and peace. 
The Aries Libra axis speaks to the opposition of war and peace. So Aries, war, and Libra, peace are found intertwined in the sophistication of something like sword fighting or inside of the dynamic of a person who would physically fight to defend a person they love from danger, right? At either extreme of like the kind of martial arts, right? Have like an Aries Libra quality to it, or even like the passive aggression inside of like a debutante ball community or something will have that like war and peace kind of energy inside of it. And to wage war, right? To just outright be aggressive, there are consequences of damage, carnage, trauma, injury. Or to maintain peace falsely, there are consequences of exploitative situations being enabled to keep going on, you know, losing energy. So we could find ourselves within situations where we are really tussling with the profound question of if we ought to fight something or fight for something, or if we should attempt a more diplomatic solution. Because Libra is positioned as the South Node, it suggests that keeping things nice and agreeable may not be appropriate in situations where we are actually needing to assert ourselves. And again, see here, this doesn't have to necessarily be um, extreme or dramatic. It could be a very collaborative, healthy relationship where something is kind of being smoothed over and not really addressed directly and addressing it directly, like going right in there with the Mars, with the Aries, can improve the collaboration and the connection. And then keep in mind, asserting ourselves need not be aggressive or extra in a lot of situations, but if we have been allowing ourselves to be treated poorly, taken advantage of, etc., and maybe we're just awakening to that, um, or it's just kind of getting bad enough, sometimes the pendulum swing to the other direction can be messy. Um, there's actually a moment of a lot of like heroic dramas where the hero just can't take it any longer right? Like the rage around all the injustices Libra has piled up and it creates a significant amount of energy that allows the hero to break through the inertia of their previous undignified condition. But I think that leads us to our next point, which uh, for this note, this nodal axis, which is about learning how to wield raw life force energy, right? Being an artist Libra of Aries. So the North Node in Aries suggests that we will be getting in touch or being prompted to get in touch with our own instinctual, primal, raw life force energy. Anger is one flavor of this, and it's an interesting one in the sense that it's so hot, high sensation, and often difficult to be in relationship with. Some people spill out their anger in ways that are destructive and harmful, while others repress or don't have access to their anger and are more liable to be in untrue situations for longer periods of time as an example of a possible consequence. So why I, I was segueing to this in terms of, you know, this kind of pendulum swing of like, say you've like been in some kind of undignified dynamic or you've been codependent and enough is enough and you're angry and you won't take it anymore. Like, you know, people get really unhinged in that space, right? Or like the victim becomes the victimizer and whatnot. And so sometimes finding the balance in terms of just being in relationship to our own energy is messy. Um, but 
the better practiced we become at it, like if we can approve of that part of ourselves and like let ourselves have the energy move through us, um, chances are we can get better and better and more refined at it. But the Libra opposition is already constellating here when we talk about letting, you know, navigating raw energy in the body, Aries, the like vital, impulsive, instinctual fire. Learning how to be balanced in our relationship to anger and life force, right, or like intense like lust or desire or passion or whatever it is that's moving through the body um, and being in relationship to that can mean going to extremes at times as part of that learning process. And people who mentally negotiate and reason with their anger all of the time, instead of just feeling it, are not necessarily balanced either. I think that this could be something that is important for these nodes and that the Libra tendency around discord is to approach it intellectually and have a reasonable discussion about it. And at times, the emotional energy in our body is just you know, not getting alchemized through being reasonable. Being reasonable allows us to not, you know, flip out or do something crazy or whatever, but it's, um, there's still like that, you know, unprocessed emotion or thing that wants to be felt. And so when we engage our Aries, like our actual instinctual impulsive life fire, that's a different game than the Libra kind of reasonable intellectualization of it. So if you, you know, have this in your life where you kind of mentally um, analyze your own emotions and you use um, insight to navigate, you know, I've done this too, plenty, then sometimes you develop this kind of reservoir of emotions that are just waiting to be felt, right? And so there is value in being able to have a tantrum, get angry, have your moment, and to be awakened by what that energy does in your body. So this is a practice of mine now and has been for several years of when I'm triggered or very agitated that I do take the time to like feel what's really in there and let it express um, in the kind of in the way that it wants to and that's not necessarily going to be at the person that awakened it um, but just in my own space to like let it move through right and then increasingly if we bring that back into Libra it also makes me think of relational dynamics you know close intimate connections where you do get angry with each other or you do fight you do have arguments and how that then becomes included as part of the relational field and maybe you know, working with how we navigate that. I personally have, um, I've noticed about myself that I have the self-control to feel that I have a lot of vitriol or venom in me and to like step back from an argument and be like, let's, let's table this or like, let's continue this later. I don't necessarily like to be pushed to like keep going until I say something insane, right? Like, I would prefer to de-escalate. Um, it's not that I'm, I'm not afraid of those particular feelings. I just don't like directing them at someone. And I also don't like 
when, you know, in close connection, someone says something to me that like, you can't really unsay that, like that cut too deep, right? So for me, it's like, it's not that I don't have boundaries or limits with like having a, a fight with someone. I do think there are limits and that's just me personally. I know other people that almost have less boundary in that regard and anything can be said in a moment of heat and you just take it back later, but I don't exactly feel that same way. So maybe here you can kind of feel this tension of like, Aries, I do what I want. I have this energy. I have this aggression versus Libra. We have, you know, these shared agreements or we're creating a beautiful atmosphere or we're creating rapport, right? And the ways in which if you have all Libra and no Aries, it may feel like you're in like a, you know, an etiquette <laughs> etiquette school and like everyone's using the right fork and saying polite things and being kind of witty and dainty, but you don't feel, you don't actually feel people and it doesn't feel connected, even though, you know, at a surface level or intellectually, everyone's having a great time, you know, like it's more, you know, or if you have all this Aries and you don't have the skill set to bring it into relationship, you can really burn bridges and push people away. But the nodes, the way they're set up, what it's basically suggesting is that we're infusing some more of the Aries into our lives or we're being infused with Aries and that is going to rebalance how we relate to people and how we create agreements or um, how we feel connected. So another note on this is just that having access to the raw, like, vital, instinctual energy of Aries inside of our bodies um, is something that we could become increasingly skillful or warrior-like about. Just as there are safe handling practices for dangerous weapons, there are embodied currents of energy that hold tremendous power and deserve a similar kind of respect. So we may be tasked to reanalyze our relationship, Libra, to these embodied currents of energy and the various consequences that our style of engagement has and what we might need to develop or change. So, you know, one thing, I feel like I always find a way to talk about this and it's mildly cringe, but I had, you know, this run-in with psychiatry earlier in my life. I'm in my early 30s now and this happened when I was 21 that I had like a spiritual awakening that was perceived as like a manic episode and what I came to realize in the integration of that experience as I rejected you know a bipolar diagnosis and rejected the medications and kind of extricated myself from that system though it took a little bit of time um, it's a good story it's the second episode of this podcast but what I noticed was that what the kind of institution called mania to me was just like electric kundalini life force and to this day i still have spurts of energy that are profoundly electric and what's different is that i know how to hold them both in a conceptual sense in terms of um mentally if you will but also in an embodied sense that I'm okay with the current of like kundalini kind of electric life force running through me and I don't run off the rails with it like I did that first time that I met it, right? Like kind of calling people up in the middle of the night with my realizations kind of energy. Like 
I still have access now to that, you know, what was called mania, but it doesn't blow me out. And so I think that this could go for anything. It could go for our our sex, like our turn on and, you know, just like wanting sex so bad, like we feel fucking crazy, you know, and like that energy, how do you circulate arrows through your body, right? Or like when you're so angry that you can't even like fucking stand it or whatever it is where it's just like an immense amount of energy to course through the body and to think of that at like a deep you know personal warriorship level of like that's your sword or like that's your weapon right like I don't know if that's a perfect metaphor but I think that people who have relationships with weapons um uh respectful relationships with weapons that is like understand the power of it and um are not cavalier about it so there's something about I think yeah like respect of the raw energy and learning you know the Libra part is actually the grace and the balance and the dance and that's what we're remembering right but if the dance is missing a little bit of fire that's what's being infused with the north node in Aries Another theme, in spaces of relationship failure, having to go our own way. A psychological tendency represented by the South Node is to want to do things together. Libra orients to the other and is, you know, can be more concerned with the questions of what are we doing and where are we going, as opposed to what am I doing and where am I going? Tensions begin to surf here, um or sorry, tensions begin to surface here when the truth of two individuals begins to diverge such that collaboration becomes detrimental or taxing for both parties or just simply untrue. And in this way, it can be hard to... um, In a way, this can be hard to track since there is an element of sacrifice or compromise naturally that happens in relationship. And often these are forgivable in the long run right? Like in relationship, we don't always get our way 100% of the time. There is some give and take. However, there's also times when continuing to make a collaboration work becomes impossible. Things can begin to feel unfair, Libra and anger Aries surfaces. In some cases, this could mean disbanding particular relationships and pulling one's energy back to themselves and to their own pursuits. More moderately, This can happen inside of ongoing or healthy relationships where we pull back some of our more codependent patternings and reinvest that energy in ourselves, right? Like not every, not every side assignment, not every little trip in life is a group trip or a partner trip. Like there are some things that we're called to by ourselves and we may feel that tension come up um, where we have something that is wanting to move through us, but our, um, go-to is to think that it's something we're meant to do with someone else or like I can do it if someone accompanies me and where that might not actually be true. Relationships improve or new relationships form due to increased self-possession and self-presence. The interplay of the nodes is generally that as the north node here Aries is integrated, the south node here Libra will also yield better fruit simply we want relationships and harmony with the south node in libra 
And yet, when we solely focus on that, we may make ourselves overly available to relationships at the same time we are underdeveloped in our own personhood. Let's also expand this past the actual container of particular relationships. It could be simply how we're approaching life if we are always wondering and kind of anticipating what other people think and how we look, how something looks, versus if we're located inside of ourselves and we feel what feels right and what feels good to us and we move with that energy that lives inside of us. When we are overly externally focused and other focused, this can call in relationships or dynamics in our life that reflect that lack or dysfunction in some way. And this can cause great emotional grief for a person who is identified with being a great partner and who really just wants to be that, for example, right? Like there is this longing for the Libra, um, but I don't know why the like Narcissus myth just came to mind of that sense of like Narcissus looking in his own reflection and then he just dies um, as he's looking in this pool of water. It's that sense of like when we're so, and it's not actually a good example because it's like himself that he's looking at. So it's kind of like Aries Libra if, if we want to look at it that way. But just essentially that energy of like when we're, our gaze is focused on something outside and we don't feel rooted internally, that the mirror reflection never yields that deep thing that we're actually looking for. Like we have to be internally rooted also to actually receive. Aries represents a willingness to follow our impulses and be inspired by our own moment-to-moment beat. It's extremely self-oriented. When it comes from a place of truth or joy or connection to self, it tends to be interesting to others and invites in the dyad of relationship again. Further, when we feel connected to our own rhythm, impulse, desires, and needs, we can be a firmer presence inside of relationships. When we orient to relationships from a place of people-pleasing or trying to be the ideal partner, friend, it seems like logically someone would want that, maybe, but in actuality, being outside of oneself and overly available and not self-possessed is a turnoff often and only works to attract people with compatible complexes. Right, or it can attract also a lack of reciprocity or people that take advantage of that. And it's not just their fault for taking advantage, like we're also the ones that didn't hold our own like self-authority and whatnot in the situation or self-responsibility. I also, you know, from personal experience, I feel like when I was younger, one of my romantic notions was like, kind of being the ideal love, you know, and I would be so focused on pleasing the other, like being what I think they want, and it wouldn't work out for me. I actually experienced a lot of rejection when I was in that frame of being, and I couldn't understand. It's like I'm giving all of myself. I'm like so devoted, or and then I'm not even wanted in that way. Like it felt pretty devastating at some level um, inside of that and it actually took me a lot of time and distance 
for that particular pattern um, to like see it and to get distance from it. And, you know, I'm an Aries sun, if you didn't know, and that kind of like process of being tasked into, you know, really being yourself, like discovering who you are. And with Aries, that initiation can be, you know, it's martial. And so I think when I think about it with Libra and I think about relationship and you think about the ideal love or something like that, it's not just like a lukewarm pool of like easygoing bliss. Maybe that's some, I don't know. I think there's, if we think about it through Aries, there's like a certain sense of passion and you can really feel the like, you can really feel someone and to really feel someone, they have to be there. Like they have to um, be able to say no or take a stand for something and not just bend over backwards or go along with everything all of the time. And so it's just really interesting that like Libra to an extreme might think like if I just keep collaborating, if I keep being nice, or if I keep being what everyone wants me to be, then I'll be loved. And then it doesn't actually work like that. And that there's actually connection Libra to be found when we assert ourselves, right? And then that allows other people to have the choice of whether they want to relate or how they want to relate. And it brings in the, um, the kind of polarity really. The North Node in Aries is not a karmic ask to stop being relational. It's an ask to actually bring ourselves into relationship. And sometimes that self has to be found alone or away from the other. And then we bring it into relationship and it's altogether a new balancing act than what we did before. And then as we begin to close here, one of my last points is a more challenging dynamic to consider and look out for. Um, which is, broadly speaking, bullying and its reflection and invitation. Aries is an archetypal underdog who is initiated through overcoming a low position and getting somewhere higher, right? Or like asserting the right to exist as one is. This can be quite internal. Say if we have an inner competition with ourselves to do better and better, or if we're in a battle with overcoming our own demons or struggles, if you will. But I've also encountered enough Aries signatures, like strong placements or first house north node or Aries north node charts, where at one point overcoming an adversary or learning to, to stand up for oneself was a significant growth edge. So as long as I've contemplated this, I've noticed how the occurrence of bullying in grade school, for example, is only minimally managed by the authority figures, teachers, etc. Right? Some try, some really don't. Some parents or authority figures take the approach of, you have to learn to stand up for yourself, kid, you know, and treat it as an initiation, which is not theirs to intervene in. Um, maybe others get overly involved. I've long thought this is interesting because the conceptual morals of how people are treated is taken off the table and it's just this raw open battlefield whatever our take morally on the matter is or how we think things ought to be approached the dynamic actually continues in different settings throughout life behavior can to an extent be managed or controlled inside of spaces but undercurrents of aggression threat or intimidation can exist regardless 
An edge here is when a personal weakness or vulnerability, so one's underdog story, is mirrored by the environment and the people in it. One can learn to fight or interact inside of the war and defense dynamic, or one can source an embodiment within themselves that ends the war, and that seems to be the most mystical invitation here. Right, I think there's many different layers to this. One thing that comes to mind is like when someone tries to leverage something against us to shame us and how they have that power if we are ashamed of that thing. But if we own that thing, they don't have any room, right? Like it's not a power move to shame us about something that we're not ashamed of. So when we're receiving a reflection, like a, an aggressive or an unkind like reflection from life about a part of us, it's, um, I think it's just this intense side of Aries where it's not the Libra, like moralistic, like this is how we ought to act, or these are the kind of like social etiquettes. It's like, it's just aggression in the field. And I think there's something subtle inside of it in terms of the thing it points to where there's still irritation or trigger and fight versus what happens when it gets internally alchemized in a person and is no longer a place that they can be um, waged war on from. And while the extreme that I'm speaking to around feeling like aggression is being directed toward us and we're having to navigate it, this dynamic can also take on much more subtle threads where it's not aggression so much as unwanted reflection, being disrespected for not, you know, or not being taken seriously, noticing that people are afraid of us even, that our embodiment is scary to someone, um, or anything where the social field is reflecting something about us that feels conflictual for us. One example that I thought of along, you know, as I was putting these ideas together was like in my early 20s, post um, faking my way out of psychiatric attention and whatnot, realizing that um, older men in particular acted in a condescending way toward me. And I don't know if I was so like personally offended as I was kind of like, what's going on here? Because internally, I felt like I'm kind of an epic, impressive woman like, sorry, like, that's how I feel about myself, you know? And why is it that when I go out into the world, I'm being treated like a baby or like I don't know how to do things for myself? And inside of that, I started to notice where my expression was feeding into that projection in the social field, and I started to play with shifting it. So in this particular example, I... I worked on saying statements and not having an upward inflection at the end of what I was saying or not trailing off at the end of a sentence, like being extremely direct and clear to the best of my capacity. And I also, you know, I was kind of like a weirdo. I was reading books about like business and like I was feeling into this identity of like, I'm a businesswoman, you know, and so I was like also taking in this layer of just like conventional business culture and like you know shaking hands firmly and just like all of that kind of stuff and 
over a series of weeks, perhaps, I began to kind of step into the character of this more firm, looking people in the eye, being direct version of myself. And I noticed that the pattern of people being condescending toward me shifted. And while it was shifting, um, sometimes I would shape shift in the moment, like my habitual body would still be in like, almost like my little girl kind of energy. And then I would see that I was getting that reflection and I would shape shift, my posture would change, I would get more firm. And then the person who was speaking to me would be surprised and like stutter and then speak to me differently. And to me, that was just kind of fun in some sense. But what I find um, interesting about it is that it is just so located in terms of the self of how can I shift to receive a different reflection as opposed to how can I negotiate or even like, am I going to be judging others of like, oh, people are just this way or older men just are this way or whatever. Um, But to play with actually like kind of be a trickster within myself, my own embodiment and the social field to elicit different social reactions, Um, something to play with especially in like lower stakes situations. I think in higher stakes situations in terms of where things feel more dangerous, um, I'm reminded, I think often of this pamphlet that I found at like a college, maybe it was Naropa, but I, I don't know which college it was, but it was like a peace studies program and how those who were studying this, like this man was talking about how he realized that creating peace in the world first he was shifting the war that existed inside of him and then you know external peace emanates from there and I think that's like a really deep valor that you can find across the Aries Libra axis of this kind of personal implication in the question of peace and so if we have a war waging internally it does get reflected in the environment in some way and we can get very lost in those reflections and blame those reflections in some sense and not take responsibility for our part in the dance even if you know in a lot of cases there's a lot to grieve that this is even happening in the first place to take responsibility for our own part in things is not to say that we deserved it or that what you know like there is a kind of um unfairness libra like in life and there are things that we alchemize at a personal level that feel really um heavy and grievous to do but change can also happen from it so back to my notes, I was writing some of these things I'm saying, but the shift may be from trying to get others to act differently or harmonize with us differently based on ethics, like you should treat me this way because, to getting more into our own bodies and center of gravity and transforming from within such that we elicit new responses in the social field that more accurately match our higher standard. That's a real power. Consider the energy of how dogs smell fear and then chase those who are afraid. Happened to me as a kid. (laughs) And how that ends when there's no fear. You're not reasoning with the dogs. You just stop being afraid. This dynamic may bring out a lot of Aries something to prove energy. Right? So this general dynamic that I'm pointing to of like 
the social field, creating an internalized reflection of like where you feel vulnerable and where you feel like an underdog and where you need to find your power and express and assert yourself, that definitely can bring out an energy of having something to prove or being, you know, hardened, kind of angry or like um, defensive, right? It can also bring out the refinement of one's will and self-assertion or self-expression and I think I'm going to continue that further exploration for another time because North Node's going to be in Aries. I think I want to do like a follow-up to this to talk more about these themes. Um, but to sum it up, remember the axis Aries-Libra is about war and peace. So at a spiritual level, the work is making peace with who and what we are and not fighting it. Not fighting it can also mean like owning it and getting creative about who and what we are. And not fighting it doesn't mean not accessing our fire. Um, but it's like that deep existential personal Aries thing of not being at war with ourselves. And then when we're in harmony with ourselves, sometimes that presents moments where we actually are in conflict, truthfully, in something um, that's coming up in our environment or in our relationships. And there's a way that we can navigate that with courage and valor and service and these kind of martial words. We may be asked by life to take a stand about something to be more direct. Listen for what that might be. We're each called to our karmic task individually, even inside of our relationships. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any thoughts, anything you'd like to share, feel free to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at Sabrina Monarch. You can email me sabrina at monarchastrology.com. If you're thinking that you're ready to study with me to learn evolutionary astrology, also send me a message. I would love to know. Um, who of you out there are feeling that so that I can keep in touch with you about the opportunities coming up. Mm -hmm.